Talk Show. Yay! And we have a special guest today. It is my dog, Disco. He probably will bark during yeah. the duration of the show. Goblin is also joining us from across the seat. There she is, hiding behind some clothes. Yes. <laughs> um, in the hoarder house that I live in. So, we haven't been Speaking on here in a of while. Hoarder house. Speaking of, we'll, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we haven't. It's been a while. It has been. Um, wow. We have been busy. I'm going to school for massage. Leslie is big time computer uh, working person mm-hmm. who is busy. We're busy. Yeah. So, um, welcome back to the show. Thank you for uh, hanging on and pulling through. <laughs> our, our, we, we release two episodes a year. This yeah. is our uh, third one, I think, of the year. Yes, so and on the Spotify year in review, it, it did mention that we only had two episodes this year. We did, but, but you know, I think they were solid episodes. And, and I think there was more than two, but I think it just calculated wrong. But either way, might have been four, okay? <laughs> but we're doing our best in we are back again talking about the Turpin family. Yes, it is a, it was on 2020, the House of Horrors. It was yes. like a couple weeks ago. I had no idea about this. Yeah, I, uh, a couple people did send me articles about it through the last couple of months, but uh, as you know, I don't like to read. Yeah. So I kind of just looked at the like headline and then just clicked it out. So I didn't really know either, but in school, um, one of our teachers started talking about it. I came in late, as per usual, and um, they were talking about the Turpin family. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, well, uh, the teacher had seen the 2020 special, and she was just like, she was like emotional about it. Well, it is shocking. It is, and I feel like there's still so much we do not know. Yes, for sure. So, um... What we're going to recommend is that you check out the 2020 special. We did a little bit of a more of a deep dive on what we could find out about things that maybe weren't mentioned there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it basically starts as such. So, like, in January of 2018, there was a child uh, that got loose from her house. She jumped out of a window, and her name is Jordan Turpin. She's beautiful, by the way, just like a stunning creature, like like a woodland elf she's the most pretty person in the so universe. pretty and so she's pretty. so sweet and very sweet and strong she is as there goes disco um so uh she jumps out of the window of this huge home in um paris california was it yes i believe so and um disco's just gonna talk about it okay he's, he's very upset yeah. about the turban family as well yeah um so anyhow she jumps out of the window and she goes running she has a phone that's deactivated but she uses the phone and as you most people know that if the phone is charged and working even though it doesn't have service you can always call 911 so that's mm-hmm. something that if you don't know that that is good to know because yeah. if something's going on in your world your phone has been turned off but there's a man breaking in your house and he's going to kill you use the phone 911 911 it'll go straight through so that's what she does she calls 911 and she tries to explain in a childlike vocabulary um, that basically her family is a large family. And so she says, my family, I live in a family with a family of 15, right? And um, 13 of them are children and my mother and father are abusing us. Mm -hmm. And so the woman on the phone, I think is just like, who is this child? Yeah, is this real? This seems like a prank call almost. Like a prank call maybe <clears throat> or like it's she sounds very young, but yeah. she happens to be 17 years old, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. Yeah. But she sounds like maybe an 8-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like 
in the way that she's speaking and also her uh like tone of voice yeah like the she's... dispatcher was talking to her like she was a kid and probably i don't think she didn't believe her or thought it was a prank call i think she was just kind of like how do i handle this right now or what do i say yeah she's trying to figure it out yeah um and so she said that i've run away from home and uh you know there's a lot going on but two of my sisters are currently chained up my little sisters and one of my brothers is chained up and um the dispatcher asks are they tied up with rope she goes no they are tied with chains and then um i don't know if you caught this leslie but um she says something like um they are being punished right now but it's like she like made an excuse within the conversation for her parents she said you know, they're, it's because they he did something. They stole food. Yeah. But then she goes, but it was because they were hungry. Mm-hmm. Right? So she was even, like, giving an excuse for her parents at that time. Like, um, they're not just doing this out of the blue. They yeah, chained they them up. they stole food because they were starving. So, so they did you know. steal food. Like, she's being honest, and it's so sweet and weird. But um, the dispatcher's just like, okay. Um, and she's just like, well, I need to know your address. And she doesn't know her address. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this backpack she carried with her, she got, um, like a piece of mail out and she starts to try to read it. And I don't think she actually can read that well. No, she was giving her the zip code. She was giving her the numbers for the zip code. And the dispatcher was like, honestly responded really well. And she's like, okay, so that's the zip code. I need to know like the street name. She, and then she had her go to a corner of the the block and she didn't even know like there was different streets or how that worked. no she even said she goes i don't really understand streets or like um roads or anything she goes i don't get out much is like yeah. how she said it and like the dispatcher was like okay so are you at a corner and she's like i think so and she goes do is you there see a stop sign yeah do you see a stop sign she goes okay go wait by that and then she goes and waits by it and she says in her interview that she was so scared that like they were gonna see her through the window her parents, her parents. and when she left she like did this little like like thing where she like stuffed the covers and made it look like she was still laying yeah. down, like people do, in like prison. in shows. Or yeah, stuff. when they're like, or they're leaving their parents, like to like uh, like sneak like, out, sneak out, or in jail, someone escapes to jail, they put a fake body there or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. it was really smart. Yeah, actually, I so too. Um, so then the cop gets there and she walks up to him and she's just like very nervous and she's just like trying to explain and again she has this very childlike language she had never talked to a stranger in her life she said i've never talked to anyone other than my family before so um you know she's just like please be patient with me but um you know this is what's going on in my house he asked like is she on medication and she didn't know what medication she says what's medication yeah like she didn't even know what medication was or bruises yeah because she said because he said can do you have proof of any of this and she said yes as a matter of fact i do and she had that phone and she showed him pictures of the uh two little sisters that were tied up and they had bruises on she took those pictures right um because her other sister recommended like you should if you're gonna escape and you're gonna tell somebody get pictures yeah which was really smart Mm -hmm. and then um so she goes and they have these places that the the chains make on them she didn't know what bruises were no um and then he asked her do you have any injuries and she said what's injuries yeah and she didn't even know what injuries were and he goes are you hurt right now she goes no not right now he goes okay wait in my car so he calls for backup because at first he's thinking this is just like a little kid runaway like i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. take them back to their house and like reconcile them with their parents he saw those pictures and he was like oh yeah he was like okay so this is a situation that's pretty weird so he calls for backup 
They go to the house. They knock on the door. It takes, like, what, like, an hour before backup gets there? Yeah. I guess it's, like, a big area. Yeah, because she was in the car, I think, two hours before they, like... Went in. Went in. And she, they were like, do you want to come in with us? And she's like, uh-uh. No, 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 they'll kill me. They'll kill me right now. And so she was very terrified of them. And then when they went to the door, it took, a, I think, a total of two minutes for them to come to the door. They were trying to take the chains off the kids. They were trying to... Un- other people, yeah. Right. They were trying to get the chains off the kids. I don't know if they looked outside and saw cops or, like, what was going on, but um, they came to the door and they were just like, well, we need to come in and, like, do a welfare check. So the cops are like, walking in and that i think the father says don't you need a warrant and he goes no, no the cops are just like no, no. Yeah. like if it's a welfare check like you don't need a warrant nope. especially for a minor and that the parents were like at the doors and they acted like normal for the first like 10 seconds and then all of a sudden they started doing heavy breathing because uh they said you know a girl called yeah from this home. and she was just like well do you know the name what, and they and were just w- like they wouldn't tell them they were like well we're not really sure about the name but they they said that she came from this house mm. and um like, the, the mom was just like, well, we're about to move. That's why our house is a mess, okay? So that's where the hoarding thing comes from. That's what from. we joked about earlier because they are hoarders. They were extreme weird hoarders, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's get back to yeah. that just after mm-hmm. we go through the timeline. But um, there's just stuff all around the house just, like, filth and also randomly uh, clothes with tags still on it for all the children in closets and the mother, she had clothes that were, like, in the closet without with not the tag still on there. Yeah, not, not worn. worn. Um, toys uh, that were still in the packages, not used, not open, nothing. Um, and so they're looking around, and they find in the bedroom, in the parents' bedroom, the youngest uh, child, which yeah. was, like, healthy, mm-hmm. just in the crib. I mean, you could see this in the 2020 special. You could see that, the, the I mean, there was, like, tunnels. Like, the two-year-old was the healthiest of them. But all, there was, yeah. like, tunnels, tunnels to the bedroom oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff piled high. Right, and, like, <clears throat> I kind of grew up in that environment, so that's crazy. I mean, it sucks, you know, but you just get used to it, I guess. And then, um, then... You know, they go and they see these kids and they're just like in these, how do they say it? Was it barrack? Barrack kind of style. Like Like, uh, bunk beds beds, in in bedrooms. And uh, they were just like up in their their beds and they asked them like, hey, uh, was there any chains on you or anything? And like the kids didn't want to respond at first. Like they were scared. Only five of them knew about the escape plan apparently because I'm sure that they kept them apart. Yeah. Because even in the interview, they said, Jordan said that, like, they weren't even really allowed to, like, communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. So until, like, everybody was, like, the p- two parents were gone out of the house, then they would sneak and, like, talk to each other and stuff. So, like, they don't even know, like, what each other went through, really. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. Um. So they saw the bruises on the wrist. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just like, okay. um, Let's go search the rest of the house. Right. And so I think one of the kids points to. The closet. uh, Right. And isn't there like a kid in there that's chained up? No, there's chains in there. Oh, okay. Okay. So they they said, uh, where are the chains? And they pointed. Like they didn't want to say. And then they said, okay, we're going to go look for more more people or whatever. More kids. And they had boxes up in, uh, in front of one room. And, That's what it was. And, and it was the room that the kids were chained up in. There was two girl, two girls and one boy. So they were like, oh, there's a room here. And then you can see the the cops say that they're going to go there. And then the the woman, like, freaks Freaking out. out. You can tell her, like, oh, my gosh. 
And uh, so they find, I think, at least one child yeah. that still was chained up. Two of them, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think two. Because um, I know she got some, like, at least one of them unchained. Okay, so That's because yeah. they were running around doing that before maybe, they let him in. Maybe, maybe the boy then was. Mm-hmm. Either way. And so um, when they're ta- they're like, okay, well, we're going to arrest these people, right? Yeah. So they're taking them to the car, and they just period point blank, you can see them ask her, the mother, so where are the keys to those chains? And she was like, uh, the oldest kids know where, where they're at. And then she goes, is that what this is about? Like, a f- Yeah, like, is, it, is this what this is about? Like, And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, par- partly. <laughs> partly. I mean, I was just, the way they were casually talking about mm-hmm. this, like, I feel like, I can't believe, like, the cops weren't just, like, f- man. Like, I yeah. cops have been so mean to me just for the dumbest shit. Yeah. Like, you, you're not going to be mean to them. Well, well also, uh, another thing, we'll, we'll talk about more details, but, and the abuse, but on the phone, uh, Jordan was on the phone with the 911 dispatcher, and she's like, you know, we don't take baths often. Oh, and, she did mention and that. And she's like, well, when's the last time you took a bath? And she said, over a year ago. So, right. and they were taking, and they were wearing the same clothes that they had. Right. So, um, yeah, they, <laughs> the kids were just like, just living in filth. They weren't allowed to stand up because they, nope. didn't, they didn't want the neighbors to know that they were in there. The apparently. neighbors thought they only had three to five kids. To, I think three kids, they said the most. Well, they said that at one point <laughs> at that house, uh, one of the neighbors said that they saw kids at night standing up upstairs walking in a circle. and walking in a circle yeah like maybe that was their exercise or something that's weird as hell but okay so to to go back let's talk mm-hmm. about some of the like different things that we know about this family starting in the late 90s so that in the late 90s the turpins moved to fort worth texas and um the there was a neighbor i think there where like there was they had kids and they were excited there was going to be kids to play with and they wanted to, like, interact with them, but they were really skittish and, like, really standoffish. And at one time, I think the mother it was, went over to speak to them, and they were just like, what's your names? And one of the kids said the weirdest thing. She said something to the effect of, if you listen to us talk, you'll figure out our names. Yeah, she said something weird. And then and then a- the other kid goes, don't know, like, don't tell them. Yeah. And then um, she was like, okay, that's totally weird. And then the other thing she noticed is that their hands were white. Like, so white that she said, the neighbor said, um, oh my gosh, I thought you were wearing gloves. And then one of the kids said, you only wash up to the wrist or you're wasting water. water. Yeah, so that was their dirt on their arms. There's literal dirt caked on them. And so <laughs> to the fact that her their clean skin looked like not even real. Yeah, against it, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I think it was also in Fort Worth, Texas, where they had a house, but then they bought a double wide mm-hmm. that was out back, um, and they moved it out in their, on their property behind the house, and they just all moved into the double wide. Yeah, that, probably because stuff was overflowing in Right, the in the house, um, well, I'll get to that in a second, but, um, so they all moved to the double wide, and then, all of a sudden... The um, the parents disappeared for three years. Like, they would just bring um, groceries every week. The father would bring groceries and drop them off. But Jordan said they were never enough. Like, she never had, like, enough to eat or whatever. And we might be getting some of these timeline things wrong, but yeah. we're just, we're giving, like, some facts that we have <clears throat> figured out. Um, so, obviously, do your own research and forgive us if we are mm-hmm. wrong. But um, 
yeah so like they would drop stuff off for them and then during this time the mother and the father they were like going around to uh vegas and they were gambling and they were drinking and apparently during uh at some point uh the mom started taking sexy pictures and putting them on myspace oh yeah and and meeting guys and then like her husband would drop her off at hotels to have sex with um other men interesting i didn't know that i don't think yeah that (laughs) what i found out so um during this time what uh the oldest uh child jennifer um had to do and she was 29 when they were rescued um, she would have to listen to their mother, the mother and father on the phone and do what they told her to do. So like if somebody did something wrong, she would put them in literal kennels for long periods of time, just like just in dog kennels. Oh, wow. Right. And so, um, then, um, let's go to, okay. Well, they, they, they had their first girl. They oh, sent yeah. her to school. Yeah. So for- Jennifer, the oldest is the only one that actually attended real um, public school. She went to school up until third grade, but uh, people made fun of her because, first of all, this is one thing that I just think is just totally weird that nobody questioned, but she was two years older than all the other students. So, for some reason... um, Like, is her mental capacity, though? I don't think she was, like, slow or anything. Oh. But, I mean, maybe, like, like, you don't have to be slow to not have the... um education like she just might have not had the education of that like for kindergarten i don't know they started her late okay. is what i'm trying to say they yeah. started her two years late so it's not like they oh, missed the cutoff okay. one year because you know we went to school with people that missed the cutoff sure um but two times oh yeah <laughs> and so she's two years older than everybody so that they're making fun of her for that uh-huh. they're making fun of her also because she smells like uh, somebody reported her smelling like piss and dirty clothes. Yeah, and she's wore the same clothes every day. And which she I wore think, the same clothes. I don't know why, like, teachers didn't... Right, like, and her like, hair's greasy, and like, she's just being made fun of. Um, I just feel like when I was in school, if something like that was happening, somebody would have said something. I would hope Like, so. first of all, like, what did the first kindergarten or first grade whatever teacher mm-hmm. not notice, like, that this kid's two years older? Like, okay. Like, because that's questions you would ask. Like, so why yeah. did you choose, you know, to enroll your daughter two years later sweet. than everybody else? Yeah. Because that already makes her stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then also that, that she just at that age was smelling like that and then also like not wearing any kind of different clothes and everybody's making fun of her which is terrible for her self-esteem yeah and the thing is like okay so there might be in school a stinky kid or whatever blah 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 or you might have an like a situation at school where something is awkward or weird and so teachers probably see that often but the fact that they saw her every day day in and day out like not changed smelling bad right it's just shocking that no one said anything well and then there was this other thing that was reported is that in class um she was touching herself like in her vagina area um and you know so either she i don't know if she was being sexual though or she was itching because of like not being washed yeah um which is totally possible but um it she was sent to the office for it she was sent to the office for touching her vagina in class Mm -hmm. and so um but nobody told the parents apparently like okay which i mean might have just got her beat or something yeah but um you know nobody like said hey so your kid is doing this really inappropriate behavior and we just want to know like 
what's going on like with her or whatever like nobody called this the called home at all Mm -hmm. so i mean i feel like whoever was in the administration the school administration during that time and remembers this child and has seen this special they should feel bad absolutely they should feel bad like they really should have like said something Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they should have like even just called and just been like hey what's going on with your daughter i noticed her hair's never washed or yeah you know what i mean like should you guys have water or can is there something is there something yeah is there yeah is there something we can do to help yeah like maybe we can help you figure stuff out because a lot of schools will do stuff like that for people so i just don't know everybody just assumed they were dirt poor is basically what it came down to the father was actually an engineer and made a lot of money yeah like was it six figures six figures over like over 100 grand a year all the time all the time and so um eventually they they took her out of school and at that point nobody else went to school yep ever so they they lied and said that they had a it was like like sunshine day school or something like that at their own school. Um, that they were homeschooling them and that the father was the principal and the mom was the main teacher or whatever. And, no one but questioned it. Nobody questioned this. And um, I don't know if they even tried to do it and then just got overwhelmed, like, this is too much to do. But at the time that they were, like, rescued, they were not doing school. Like, at no point, like, many of them had never even... You know, like like I said, they didn't even know how to talk, really. Yeah, or, like, pronounce words or vowels and stuff. Right, right. So, anyhow, um, then we jump to 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one of the girls that was bit by their dog, um, and she it was over 24 hours before, like, it was really bad. And it was over 24 hours before anybody even, like, called to, like, get her some treatment, and she went to the hospital. Um, but that's, like the only time that like one of the only times that they were treated at some other point like I listened to another podcast Mm -hmm. there was a point where all of them got very ill at one point and they all had to be treated by a hospital but again imagine you're a hospital worker and there's a someone bringing in 13 I mean maybe less or than that that like eight kids eight kids you know and they're all very sick they all have dirty clothes on they all smell stink really bad Hair greasy, matted to their head. That well. Can't speak that well. Like they're all slow or something. And like you wouldn't be like, okay, maybe we should call CPS and like see about this. Like, yeah. At some point, like I'm not blaming anybody. At some point, I feel like somebody could have noticed something weird <clears throat> and yes. said something. I mean, someone they'll see a mom smoking weed somewhere, and they'll be like, well, we're gonna take your kids. I mean, not not that, but <clears throat> severe, but like. Sometimes kids, people will get their kids taken away for, like... Dumb shit. Yeah. Dumb shit that does not affect them in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> so, I believe it was still um, in Texas where after they moved away, the neighbors actually went over to go into the house that they abandoned, basically, even though they lived on that property still in the um, double wide. Mm-hmm. And they said that they saw... Um, it was just... The floor was uh, had newspaper and shit just caked Co- yeah, in Yeah, covered in shit. Um, and dead animals. Too. Dead animals. There was two dead cats and a dead dog. A dead dog. And so that, that's weird. Just at least put it out back or... Yeah, because, like, okay, so, like, they're just like, our house is too filthy to live in. We're going to get this double wide and it'll be fine. Okay, I mean, I guess that's logic, but, like, why not bring the animals with you? Yeah. Did you lose them in there? <laughs> like, Yeah, right. Were they hidden? I mean, you know, you've seen hoarders, so you know that, like, there's some animals that, like, get under stuff and get caught, and then they die, and then nobody yeah. finds them for a real long time. I just feel like you'd smell it. I yeah. don't know. But anyhow, there's animals in there, 
And they said it was animal and human feces, like, mm-hmm. all over the place. And still, clothing and toys, unopened, unused, unworn. The mother, come to find out, had a weird obsession with buying kids toys. toys and kids' clothes that were clean and she never gave to her kids or the toys. No. So she like, kept them to herself. Right. They weren't even, like, allowed to to use them or anything uh-huh. so in june of 2010 the family moves to california and this huge house they showed mm-hmm. like a um, drone video footage of it and i was just like wow like it's I a did, nice house i've never even seen a house that big like i mean i grew up in newburgh indiana and if anybody knows what that is there's a lot of fucking big houses there but this one was like not just big and fancy it was like spread out long mm-hmm. ways like big and wide like yeah. it was just like damn near a hospital size or yeah, something it i mean really it big. was so big and so they moved to California, and they... Uh, Their dad, he got a new job. Yes. Every time they moved, it was because he got a new job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they said they rarely saw the children. Yeah. So the neighbors, like, ra- ra- rarely saw the children except for that, you know, the one neighbor that um, reported that they saw them marching upstairs mm-hmm. in a circle in and the middle of the And sometimes eating in the... He, oh, yes. Yeah. They would get out of the house. There was boys <clears throat> that got into the trash and um, were eating out of the trash. Yep. And again... That's weird, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, like, okay, so, um, I mean, because kids will be kids, you know, farting or something in your front yard yeah. or, yeah. or like, digging a hole or doing something, like, a little bit, like, a bit of a nuisance or something, right? But, like, to be digging in trash and eating in a very nice neighborhood mm-hmm. is, like, yeah, odd. oh, my God, like, what is going on over there? Like, whatever. So, um... So if you see something, say something. No, that is that is that is the theme of this show. So um, around this time, the eldest son got enrolled in a community college, which is crazy because like, so what I heard is that he was on the honor roll uh-huh. and he was doing really well. So like, how was he doing so well if he didn't like have any background mm-hmm. education? It makes mm-hmm. me wonder if there wasn't. Well, some education at some point. They said that. Sorry, my throat's got weird now. Um, they said that some of the kids, the boys, they earned privileges. They had like they called them the criminals, not the criminals, but the they the would, suspects. The suspects were not the good ones, and then they had the other ones, and they would sometimes get like cell phones and stuff. Like if they t- if they told on the suspects, if they told on the suspects, and they became like on the good side, so they might have gotten they did get special treatment, so they could have maybe taken like tutorials online or something like that. Maybe is what I'm and thinking. also like um, dad was Jennifer, the one that went to school up to third grade, even though she should have been in fifth grade. Um, she did do her best to like teach the other kids like school what like, she had learned, right? Because you know that's yeah. I mean that's nice of her, yeah. you know. Um, but so he went to school and he was doing really well and, but his mom would drop him off at school and wait outside the classes. Okay. Oh my gosh. And like not let him like socialize or anything. And, um, she would just go to school and then just sit outside the class, wait for him to come out and then take him back home, which is weird, right? Like, why are Mm -hmm. you not letting your kid talk to anybody? Well, one time he comes out of class and he says to his mother, Hey, there's this girl in class, and she doesn't have any friends either. Can we be friends, right? Mm-hmm. And his mom says, uh, yeah, absolutely, whatever. Never brings him back to school ever again. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I guess she was threatened by the idea that, like, he might find that, like, what he's living in is, is not, not normal yeah. or something. So 
again, like, because they obviously there was something wrong with these parents. Like, definitely the mother had some sort of mental illness with her shopping addiction, and uh, they, they she did have like histrionic history within like histrionic personality disorder. Yeah, histrionic and personality disorder. She but had I just don't from think. The back, from yeah, the she and she was sexually molested <laughs> as a child. Um, her mother would actually uh, take her to. Okay, so. Her mom was sexually molested when she was a kid, and then when she went out on her own, she had children, uh, the mother, I think her name's Louise, and mm-hmm. Louise Turpin, yeah. and her sister, she would take those two kids over to her father's house, who's the one who molested her, and let him, and let him have time with them, and he would basically give her money. And so, like, he would Ooh. say, I'm going to take, he'd, he'd say to them, I'm going to take one of you in this other, in this other room, and I'm going to give give her a tight hug oh my gosh a tight, tight hug. hug yep Weird. and um so whenever they go in there i guess louise would stand in front of her sister and be like i'll do it like i'll give you a tight hug and so like she would go in there and and get molested and at one point the grandmother did come in and catch them and she um divorced him oh okay. um, but she said don't it's already over it's already done with don't ever tell anybody so it's a big secret Okay, well, it's not now the whole family's <laughs> Yeah, no, everybody's talking about it. But, um, so they were molested as kids, but again... Still not a reason to abuse your uh, kids. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and especially this way. This is, like, not really comparable to sexual abuse, right? Like, Except there was some talk of that, like, Jordan would have to kiss her dad. Yeah, so her... Jordan did, um, report that at one time, um, and I'm sure there's more you know, accusations that we don't know about because they didn't actually, the, the parents didn't ever go to trial. They took a plea deal. So the kids wouldn't have to talk about the abuse. Um, but she said that whenever nobody was around, he pulled her pants down and then, um, she tried to pull him up and he said no, and he wouldn't let her pull him up. And then he pulled her over and made him, made her sit on his lap and then kissed her on the mouth. And she said, I don't like that stuff. And then he kept doing it. Mm -hmm. But then like, I don't know if it was a mother uh, or someone else came in, and um, he pulled her pants up really quick. Okay. So he was it, trying to hide it. Yeah. So if something like that happened, surely that wasn't the first time or the only child. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um. And then okay, so after the son went to community college in October of 2011, David and Louise Turpin, the parents, um, go to renew their wedding vows at Las at Las Vegas, like. Elvis impersonating uh, chapel. And you can actually watch this video on YouTube. It's really Very cringy. fucking weird. Like, it's uncomfortable. It's like a cult or something. So they're like having a good time and dancing around. She's in a wedding dress. Um, but let, let's talk about just for just two seconds, David Turpin's haircut. Oh my gosh. What the so fuck is terrible. that? Okay, so the haircut is like <clears throat> this like weird. A it's like 70s it's, helmet or something. It's like a Beatles bowl cut, but instead of it being just perfectly around, it's like round in the front, like it's it's brushed forward and Long then on the sides. but then it it goes all the way around. It's the weirdest shit. Yeah. It's like a literal helmet. Yeah. And like, okay, so honestly, I would have called the police on that. Yeah, I would have yes. But like, I'm going to have to report this man. He's got a weird, a very weird haircut, and I need somebody to check it out because I think he might be molesting his kids. Absolutely. But, um... Anyway, so, like, the kids are all dressed alike. Um, they have these nice dresses on and, and everything. they're skinny. They're so skinny. Their eyes are dark and, like, yellow. Yeah, like, like, you, like, like they have jaundice or something. Yeah, like, like um, 
Jennifer's there, and at that point, I do think she was an adult. Yeah, she still looked very. But young, she though. looked like she was like thirteen. She weighed like eighty pounds when too. they when they discovered them. She was like eighty pounds at a, as tw- at twenty nine. Yeah. So um, they weren't letting them eat very much. Um, and so like in this video, uh, nobody. Like, nobody noticed, like, okay, this is weird. The kids were snapping their fingers, like, like, to the beat of the music that was playing. But it was, like, all off beat. It was, it was like, um, the Children of the Corn, like, yeah, it was and Hills a, Have Eyes mixed yeah, together it or was, something. It was crazy. It was honestly, like, concerning. Like Yeah, I don't know why, again. Nobody was like, um, what is going on here? But, okay, so then uh, in 2012, they go to Disneyland. So this is the weird thing. They try to keep, make it look normal. Every, like, yeah. once a year, and maybe this is when they had their baths or something, but once yeah. a year it seemed like they would, like, go on these, like, uh, trips and stuff, go to Las Vegas, go wherever, and they would take pictures of them all dressed alike, like, in the Disneyland or pictures, I think, at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, they had, like, thing, thing one, one, thing, thing two, two, thing yeah. to up to whatever number there was then. Yeah. Um, and they would take these pictures to send back to the family, but the family had not seen them in years. Yeah. Probably, like, like, almost a decade. Yeah. Um, so they didn't really, other than, like, seeing them on Skype and being like, those kids are really skinny. And when they mentioned it, they didn't show the kids. They, was, they stopped. They, they stopped doing Skype. It was only over the phone. Yeah, the mom said, oh, well, you know, they're taking after their father. He's tall and mm-hmm. lanky. Yeah. But what they were really doing is the parents, you know, they were living the lifestyle of, like, people that, you know, somebody that's making a lot of fucking money. Like, he mm-hmm. made a lot of money, yeah. the father did. And so, like, they're going out to eat. Um, they're having Jennifer, the oldest, fix them food for them oh, to God. eat, but then not letting them eat it. And then here's another weird thing I found out. Um, so whenever the kids were allowed to eat their one meal a day, because they were only allowed to eat one meal a day, um, they they had to do it one at a time. So oh, they would, yeah. So they, uh, one would have to come in. And they would smile at the mother. The mother had to smile back. Mm. And then they would, they're allowed to sit down, eat their um peanut butter and bologna sandwich because they weren't allowed they didn't have like real food um at some points they were so starving like in that double wide when they were left alone that they would eat stuff like ketchup packets ketchup and then peanut butter and that's what and just said. like uh and mustard, mustard and stuff yeah. that's like not real food and so um they after they were done eating they would stand up smile at the mother when she smiled back they could go and get the next child. Mm. So it's a weird control issue, control thing. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like it was overwhelming for her to be around all of them at one time, mm-hmm. or like what the deal was with that. But um, yeah, they they literally only got to eat. I mean, that had to have been like an all day event though. If there's 13 kids, I mean, if you they have to eat in like 10. minutes. I imagine she was probably watching TV two or hours. something. Yeah, okay, that makes sense because that's like two hours of meal time and they probably are like if it's not done in two minutes yeah, you don't have to like get 10 minutes per person or if it yeah not even five, 10 i bet it was just like oh, 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 like they just had to shove it down their mouth yeah you're right i mean and they were so hungry that they would sneak around and steal the parents food and mm-hmm. like hide it in their bed and stuff and that's actually why the two um girls and the brother were chained up whenever they got rescued because they had stolen that food because they were fucking starving yeah so um the next uh, 2014, that's when they moved into that huge, uh, house in Paris, uh, California. So I was wrong about that. So they had moved to California in in June of 2010, but they didn't move to Paris, uh, California into 2014, which is like close to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
again, neighbors rarely saw the children, had no idea what was going on. Um, and then, um, I guess in December of 2016, they partici participated in a community holiday decorating contest where they built a nativity scene in their front yard. And um, whenever they were getting the awards for that, they brought, like, what, like five kids with mm -hmm. them? Um, but not all of them. No, no. Those were probably... Probably the the, the good it? ones. The good ones they brought. Not, not the suspects. Not the suspects were not. They were sus. Yeah, they they were <laughs> sus. So um, that's the next thing we hear is two years later is uh, when Jordan calls the, the police and reports that her parents have been abusive. And the thing is, is that she had been planning to do this for about two years. Mm -hmm. So since she was about 15, she was planning on trying to get out. Like, what... I think is interesting though that I feel like really saved their lives is that it was social media. Yeah. Because like she's she got one of her phones from her older brother. He got um, a new iPhone because at this point they were giving them phones, but like saying like you know it's only for us to call home and make sure like everybody's doing what they need mm -hmm. to do and stuff like that just to check on them and like police them and the kids didn't know anything different so they thought their lives were right because normal yeah so like we we could say like well why are they not why didn't they message people or tell people right they didn't like go and do anything they were terrified mm -hmm. they were terrified and then some of the older ones that were like okay with it they didn't see a I don't know. Right, like, like, even after 18, you would think, all right, I'm going to go ahead and leave because this is fucking nuts. But they didn't think it was nuts. No. I mean, they had, you know, food, and, and like, they didn't have any um, understanding of anything. Like, one of the, I think it was Jennifer, or one of the girls escaped um, a couple years prior to this, and a, a woman picked her up, and she was just like, hey, how do you get a job? How do you get a car? How do you get an apartment? And the lady was like, um, I can take you into town. And so she took her into town, and, like, the kid uh, didn't know how to get a job or anything because she didn't have an ID. Yeah. So they probably didn't even have IDs or, like, social security cards or anything to be able to, like, get jobs. So she actually called her mother, and the mom just came and pick her, picked her up. So, like, if you are, like, a part of a family that large and you see somebody do that, like, try to get away and try to, like, live a life and then, like, immediately fail because they don't have, like, just even an ID to yeah. be able to do anything... Um, then you probably are just like, well, fuck, man, I'm not going to try to, like, get away or do yeah, anything. Yeah, or like, oh, it's really hard out there. I might as well stay at home. <laughs> right, like, know? well, and then I guess they uh, also threatened him and said that if you tell anybody what's going on, the CPS will come, and they're going to take all of you and send you to different countries. Oh, yes, they did say that. Um, so they, the kids knew about CPS, which is mm -hmm. supposed to be a good thing, but often isn't. Um, but they thought it was going to be, like, extreme. Yeah. Like, like they were going to get, like, sent away to all these different people and then also be put in dog cages is yes. what she said. Yeah, she, yeah. But, um, so <laughs> Jordan started watching on this phone that her brother gave her that, you know, was didn't have service but it was connected to the internet. She started watching videos of Justin Bieber mm -hmm. and, like, fell in love with him. And, like, she was, like, watching all his YouTube videos and just, like, seeing that, like, oh, my God, like, he has friends. Like, like life can be different than what I have. Right. Like, he's, like, having a good time. Like, I want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And so she also wanted to be a singer. Um, spoiler alert. She's not the greatest singer. But, hey, maybe she'll take some singing lessons or something. Yeah. I mean, I thought she was all right. But I'm, I'm it, not a big judge. Or <laughs> I'm not a big. I didn't have high expectations. Though. Yeah, but her. Her, her sister's her, really good, though, too. Her songs were, like, about, like, um, she's like, why do you blame me? 
Yeah. It was, like, all about her parents abusing her. Yeah. Um, but she started taking uh, videos of herself in the bathroom and uploading these videos to YouTube. And from there, um, she made friends with a guy that was, like, overseas somewhere. And uh, he was like, why are you always in your room? And she's like, oh, um, you know, like, it's because, like, my parents, like, don't let me stand up. <laughs> yeah, or, like, leave. <laughs> or leave, or, like, and mm-hmm. also we're not allowed to bathe. And he was like, oh, my God, like, you need to get out of there and, like, alert the authorities. And he, like, helped convince her to leave? Is that well, what was, I or... mean, well, that was, like, at least Help motivate. one person. Put the idea in her head. Right. Again, like, I don't know how she was, like, able to, like, communicate, like, with... Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously, like, she had to learn to read and write if she's, like, you know, instant yeah. messaging somebody. Yeah. Which is awesome, you know. But um, then she she had these, like, fake accounts or whatever where she was just, like, able to kind of, like, get, a, like, a little taste of outside life and, like, what, what it would be like if she was, like, able to do what she wanted to do and have fun and have these social media accounts. Well, her mother came into, I guess, the bathroom and saw her watching a Justin Bieber video and she choked her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. she choked her and held her down and choked her. And she said, do you want to die? Oh, my. And, uh, and uh, Jordan said that she thought she was going to die that day. Oh, my gosh. So, um, and again, this is a huge family, a huge house. Possibly things like this are going on on a regular basis with each of the kids. And they don't know it. Yeah, different. Like, even when they were doing the interview, Jordan and uh, Jennifer, she was the older sister, like, you could tell Jordan, Jordan even said, like, your experience was so different than my experience. You know? Right. Like, they, they even acknowledged that they had two different experiences. They, they were both horrible, but they were different. Like, Jennifer, like, cooked dinner and stuff, you know? Jordan, you know, was, yeah. I don't know. It was just different. Right, right. And yeah. they could have been abused differently, you know? Right. They, I mean, they were at least held captive, you know? Yeah. And so, a lot of people that I listen to talk about this in other podcasts said that maybe, um, because the parents, um, said that they were called upon God to have as many children as they possibly could. And then to protect them, so that's why they didn't let them leave the house. Right. Well, maybe they were just really into the beginning stages of a child's life. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, she really enjoyed, because, like, the one baby that was completely fine that makes sense like she she was like five years old right like that kid was in the bedroom with them in a crib away from everybody else well and maybe had to do with like her childhood like that like she wanted to provide the kid a great childhood up until like five years old or something you know right and she really enjoyed that time but after that she could care less yeah i don't know i mean at that point like they started they weren't fed regularly or properly um, but, like, up until, you know, a certain age, it was, like, I guess probably walking age or something, mm-hmm. they were, like, taken care of, like, maybe with the diapers and everything like that. I don't know. But, like, so a lot of people said that maybe that that was kind of her thing. Like, she enjoyed having babies. Yeah. But not adult children or older children. You know, at that point, they were just, like, annoying to her. Yeah, like, oh, I have to keep feeding you and stuff. I'm not producing milk, so. Right. Yeah, like, oh, crap. Yeah, so, I mean, that's fucking weird. But, like, uh, so, like, the kids, they escaped, right? And I listened to some of their testimonies after um, they, because, like I said, they didn't go to trial with this. They just took a, the parents took a plea deal. And so they they had to each, like, take a a charge for abuse for each child. Um, And 
they got 25 t- years to life. So, mm-hmm. which I don't think is enough, honestly. No, I think they should get life. Oh, yeah. Like, because it's crazy what they did. Like, it, and, and they knew it was wrong. If they were mm-hmm. keeping the kids away from, like, other people and didn't yeah. want them to talk to anybody, they must have known what they were doing was not the way you're supposed to behave with kids. You yeah. know what I mean? So... The kids did these testimonials where they talk, talk about, like, you know, like, Jennifer said something like, you took your my whole life away from me, but now, like, I'm... I'm taking it back. I'm taking something. it back, and I'm going through life like a rocket. It was really, like, cute and inspiring. Yeah. Um, and, you know, other ones said that, like, they forgave them, mm-hmm. and that, like, um, they hope that they don't get put in jail for 25 years. Um, they want to see them. They want to see them. Some of them had 10-year... Um, What's it called? Uh, where you can't see somebody. Restraining orders? Yeah, they had 10-year restraining orders. But, like, at least one kid has, like, taken the action to have that dropped. Oh, wow. So, like, the kids, I think that... They're they are still being manipulated if they're talking to the parents at all. Well, the parents are not allowed to talk, oh, to, about, yes. talk to them okay. the whole time they're in jail. So, I don't know how they're communicating with them or if it's just, like, they have, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, like, you know they feel for their captors basically yeah because that's all they knew um but like i don't know how i feel about it like i'm just like it was a obviously a bad situation but like and they were some of them beat till they bleed bled and they were put into cages and they were chained up but like i don't know i don't it just seemed like it wasn't like they were None of them died you know yeah, what i mean like which was surprising honestly actually. yes cuz we did that one woman um like, in one of our last yes. episodes. And she um, accidentally, I don't know, she killed two, two of her two, her daughters. And I just feel like with the amount of food that they were not eating and the exercise they were not getting. So, some of them had stunted growth. Some of them had heart damage from not yeah. getting enough nutrients. Delayed muscle development. Or um, like, one of them had, um, like, the circumference of her arms was that of, like, a... Six-month-old. A six-month-old child. Yeah. And she was, like, a preteen. Yeah. So, um... Obviously, there was a lot going on there. A lot of vitamin deficiencies. Yeah, like, oh, there was one that was being treated for vitamin D deficiency because they weren't allowed to go outside during the day. They were, they, the curtains were always drawn. They weren't even allowed to open the windows, but they would sometimes whenever the parents were away. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just a lot going on there. I'm surprised none of them died. I really am too. Like, that's crazy. Like, how did they, how did they survive? Probably because they had each other. There were so many of them and I don't know. They had each other to help each other out or... Because they apparently they did look out for each other, right? Right. Jordan was like a badass. She was like... This yeah, she's the one that seems like the most outspoken and that she's the one, you know, that escaped and... and she's and, like, this is fucked up, you know? Right. And she was like, I want a different life for myself than to be, I mean... I mean, she has to look at her older sister who was 29 at the time of them being like rescued and probably has to be like... Oh my God! Like it's it's been eleven years since you could have got out of here. Yeah, you know, and you're not gone. Like, why are you staying here? Yeah, and well, they also mentioned though, which was really sad, is after all the kids, you know, were taken out. They took the younger kids. They put into two foster homes. I think three and three, and I think that there were six others, six or seven that were the adults. But they haven't, like, given them much help at all. The kids. Yeah, so they, uh, like, people raised a lot of money for like them to be... Hundreds of thousands of dollars. At least yes. 100000 Yeah, for them to have, like, um, shelter and, like, just resources. Food. And, um, 
that that's not being handled well. Like whoever was like their social worker may have been stealing money from their account or something yeah. because like the one of the sons asked, "Hey, is there any way that like I can use that money?" Um, because it had to go through her to get a bicycle to like get to school or whatever. Because a lot of them are in school right now, yeah, by the way, which is freaking amazing yeah. and they're doing well with that um but she goes uh, uh i don't know google it yeah like how to get a bicycle but like you have to think like they've probably never shopped on amazon yeah they don't know how to do any of that no so like to say just go ahead and google it whenever someone made it never even had had access to the phone yeah or money yeah they probably didn't have access to purchase things right and it sounded like also Jordan got put into um, a, a a home with um, like you know people that what is that called like um, people that take care of kids uh, foster, foster home yeah she and they, that person they were abusive towards her oh my gosh yeah um so and I also heard that one of the foster parents said to one of the kids now I know why your parents chained you up. Oh, my gosh. So, like, they're not getting the best treatment. Yeah. You know, with everything going on. And I don't know. It's just weird that, you know, this slipped under the radar for fucking 30 years. Yeah, 30 years that was happening. They were just, like, having more and more kids. Nobody was doing anything about it. Like, that's just weird to me. Like... Then, well, like, and yeah. obviously she had to have a doctor to have the kids, right? That's what I was going to say. Why hadn't, the thing is she moved a lot. Because that's why I was just thinking, of, like, a doctor's appointment. Like, they know you have, like, X amount of kids. Like, like um, and they never see them. I like, get, like, stuff in the mail for my dog. Like, it's time for his yearly checkup. So yeah. were they not, like, checking in? Like, okay, so all of them had J names, by the way. One was, yeah. like, Jolinda, uh, Jessica, um, Jordan, <clears throat> Jennifer, Jennifer, or whatever. Uh, why isn't Jolinda been in for her uh, yearly checkup in the last 20 years? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we're concerned. I just feel like... But they moved a lot, so that's... They did, so but that, it's just... a good way for them to hide from It people. makes me wonder, like, with stuff like this and with, um, you know, with Gypsy Rose or whatever, yeah. like, and how, like, nobody really understood that she was being, like, put in a situation where, like... They were saying, like, she had uh, all these diseases and stuff that she didn't have and that she was underdeveloped mentally and all this stuff, and she was just a normal person. Um, I just feel like, how often is this happening? Oh, I'm sure a lot more than we think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think at different levels, too. Like, big, you know, big time and also, like, you know. People do enough to not, like cause suspicion and like right their kids are like maybe this isn't abusive you know right i do think that like for a long time like i have had some like abusive stuff that has happened to me and with you know my mom and a lot of times i was just like oh this is normal and then i would have friends come over and she would behave that way in front of them they'd be like what the fuck like they would be like wanting to like talk to her about it and stuff i'd be like please don't please don't like please don't say anything you know so like i get it but it's also just like i don't think that after 18 i would have rather lived on the street but like i said that other one got away and came back and was just like i don't have an id so you can't do nothing without an id and they're probably like fuck (laughs) yeah like i don't know how to get an id oh you got to get something from your mom oh i can't talk to my mom right so i'm just gonna stay here forever it seemed like they learned everything they knew from jordan said like the disney channel yeah they watched a lot of disney channel yeah 
Maybe that's why they're sweet, good kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe the Disney Channel did somebody right. Yeah, for but sure. you know, like I said, like I think that weirdly enough, social media saved Jordan Turpin. Yeah, because she and the whole family made her. Yeah, want because to go she was just like, wow. And apparently, she has a TikTok. Oh, I need to check it out. I know. I and she likes to do the dances and stuff. Oh, cute. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta find her on there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we should make her famous at yeah, least like we, we need to as a society get together and make jordan turpin like the most famous because she's Absolutely. so pretty so, so genuinely sweet. nice yeah i mean unless she's fooling us <laughs> like what if they're all fooling us i don't think so though that was like you could just tell in the video when she yeah. was like talking to the cop like you know or even when they talk you can tell yeah with her sister and her sister started <clears throat> crying and she yeah. just like just immediately, like, reached out and was, like, hugging her. One. Yeah. But, like, you know, no, nobody hugged her. Yeah, nobody hugged her, yep. Yeah, just imagine, like, you're brought up with these parents that nobody touches you or speaks to you. Yeah. And so you have to learn socializing through the people that have not learned socializing from them. So mm-hmm. it's honestly a miracle Yeah. that they are as good as they are and sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we encourage you guys to check out the Turpin family. Yeah, the Turpin family. It's um, a- I believe that there's so much we don't know. I bet there is so much we don't know. And I think more is going to come out now since it g- became on 2020, and then there, people are going to do more research. Right, and, and I'm stuff. sure that they paid those girls to speak with them. Yeah. Um. So you know what? Maybe other channels will uh, reach out to the other kids because I know a lot of the kids they want it. They've even changed their last name. They don't want to be associated with yeah, it. Yeah. Um. Sense. But like, I'm sure that other ones because they are not getting money the money that people raised for them so of course they're going to take these interviews and stuff so that they can even in the interview did you see it they were like they were like so do you have access to food right now and jordan's like well not right now yeah like yes jordan was like no we don't really have access to food like but i mean she probably don't need a lot (laughs) she's so skinny yeah i mean she's been basically trained to eat like a cracker a day so yeah you know and that way, I guess they prepared them for life, but freaking yeah. frack, man. Like, those poor kids. Like, I just couldn't even, I can't even imagine. I no. can't even imagine. Last thoughts? I mean, yeah, if you see something, say something. That's all I got to say. Like, I mean. Right. Like, well, and uh, okay, you feel like those kids could have been saved a long ass time well, ago. Well, okay, so in one of the California homes, what they did for Christmas is they bought each of them a bicycle, left it out outside like for christmas with the tag still on them and they were never moved and they just rotted oh my god so like that's concerning right like okay yeah. so why do they have like 12 bicycle 13 bicycles over there and nobody's like on them or coming outside or mm-hmm. anything like that in itself is weird yeah i think that you know they interviewed some people they were like yeah we call them the vampire family yes someone did say that <laughs> like and like okay if you're calling your neighbors the vampire family and they have like a million kids like it'd be different if there's one or two kids and you're like okay well, they're just weird at night but it's like all 13 of them it's bizarre you know yeah like nobody's leaving to a job like yeah. nobody has like a a job or anything no you know, it's astounding that, like, Jennifer's, like, I think she's working at a fast food restaurant or something, but she's, like, holding a job. Yeah, she's, she's, like, the, the manager. manager. Yeah. Like, good. like so it's not like these kids, I mean, they seem, like, developmentally challenged but in the not. way they talk and stuff, but, I mean, obviously they are capable. Yeah, it's just what they, it just shows you, like, what schooling and being taught as a young kid can really, do for yeah. you. And I think, like, you know... You know how I am about, like, stuff and people not touching things? Yeah. Like, I feel like I can totally kind of understand, like, why the mom would buy gifts and then just be like, you can't touch them. 
or you have to earn them or something because yeah. like they cost a lot of money and like yeah like i don't want you to ruin them or i something. wouldn't get them though if i wouldn't get them gifts if i thought they were going to be like left pristine Right, no, or I if I bought, I, I wouldn't do clothes. that either. Yeah, but I I'm just saying like I can kind of see that way of thinking. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I can I, I see. You know what saying. I mean? Like I'm not saying I would do that because obviously toys are if made you, to get destroyed. And if you have a kid, it's like, it's yeah. Just you, you please take the doll and shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like nice. Yeah. <laughs> Great kid. kid. Wow. Shut up. Here's a cracker. Here's here's your one cracker a day. <laughs> and Turpins were able to do it. And your one Barbie a year, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um yeah, so I just I'm just so astounded by this and I'm just I'm so I hate to say like excited, but like I just want to hear more yeah. about what has happened to these kids. Because, yeah. like I said, I just don't... Th- I think there's so much we don't know mm-hmm. about what these people went through. Yeah, and I think a lot of times they don't realize it It basically was a small cult. It was, and it's like they didn't know it's wrong until someone tells them it's wrong. So who knows what all they've been through, you know? I mean, like, they like... literally... I mean, what if they had like incestuous relationships they could have you know what i mean because they wouldn't have known that was wrong and i don't mean like the parents to the kids i mean the kids within themselves i mean i don't know because like they didn't have any um obviously like we start to get crushes and stuff on people whenever we're like 10 years old like if you don't have any people you're around you're probably gonna get crushes on your family members yeah like i feel like there's probably just a lot that went on that like you know what I mean? There's a lot of possibilities. And I'm not saying, like, I want I want that for them, but I'm just saying I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And um, I think, you know, I just really hope that they all turn out to be, like, okay and have a happy life. And I know, I think Jordan talked about being a motivational speaker at some point. Yeah, she did. And I'm like, she would be really good at that. Like, yeah, because she, she um, is a good person despite... I mean, from what we can see, she seems strong. She seems too. like a strong, good person, despite everything that she went through. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. I think if you saw her on the street, you wouldn't have any idea. That well, she, she learned how to do makeup real quick. She looks so cute. Like yeah, very she cute. is so like put together. Mm-hmm. Like it's astounding. Really. But it might be she might just be like, I want to look like this so I feel normal too, right? So, right. So I don't know. Anyway, well, thank you for listening, and please check it out, uh, the Turpin family, on its 2020 called House of Horrors. Yes, and if you see something, say something. Bye! Bye!